Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Carl. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We also have our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What's up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do, and more so, we love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Alright guys, uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, episode 35 for us over here. We're super excited to get you guys tuned in with us. We hope everyone's having a good holiday season, being safe, but uh, but having a good time because I know we are. Uh, we got lots to talk about today, but boys, uh, but first boys, what are we sipping on? I got a uh, old tried and true Sazerac Rye. Delicious. Excellent. Johnny. I got an old tried and true Coors Light bottle. Ooh. Ooh, and I have an old tried and true Daisy Cutter. Daisy Cutter. Jeez, this could be a long, mm. long podcast. <laughs> Apologize, Daisy Cutter. Have, absolutely. Let's have a little cheers, cheers. and uh, I'm going to have a sip of water after this. Cheers, boys. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about a little new section. Uh, last week, Garrett and I had the pleasure of going down to Louisville with our company. It wasn't fun at all. We had a terrible time. Uh, not really, obviously, because all we did was go down there and buy whiskey and hit up some of the coolest places we've ever been. So um, one of the things that I'm, I love about my job is just how generous the owners are and how they take care of us. Agreed. And this trip was just like the creme de la creme of a good year of them taking care of us and then bam, let's go down there for two and a half days and have a good time. I felt like I was an all inclusive vacation, yeah. but I didn't stay at the resort. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're, uh, cause we're in downtown and, and about yeah, and doing stuff. And like, I, I wasn't really, I never had, I never had to worry about like, Hey, we need to get the bill before we leave. It was yeah. just, it was just taken care of, care of yeah. uh, whatever we want to do. If the majority want to do it, we did it. It was so much fun. We stayed in uh, just outside of downtown Louisville in a neighborhood called New Lou, and it's kind of I, li- I liken it to kind of some of the up and coming neighborhoods in Chicago. Yep. Uh, good nightlife, um, some bars with like DJs at the end of the night. Pizza places are open till four a.m. Uh, so you kind of and actually a lot of Irish pubs. Well, there was a lot of inclusiveness too. Like I felt like it was like it, like it didn't matter what you looked like or what what you believed in or what your sexual orientation was. Yeah. Everyone was very, very welcome. Yeah. Tons of art everywhere. For sure. For very sure. Very artistic area. Yeah. Was, I thought it was very interesting. Well, where we stayed, this Hotel AC was awesome. Great whiskey. Um, and then all the places we went to were just phenomenal. Yeah. From steakhouses to breweries. Oh, we didn't go to a brewery. No. To distilleries. Yeah. Lots of distilleries. Lots of those. Yeah. Um, to just all the, the different cocktail bars we went to was fantastic. Well, even some of like, the dive bars we went to, that were considered industry bars or dive bars. Yeah, we're awesome. Those were amazing. And everyone who we talked to, like, hey, where should we go next? They always suggested a dive bar. And it was awesome. And they were incredible. Yeah, and we get there, there'd be like 30 people in there just having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, so Johnny, we you'll come next time, I promise. I said that last time, but you're coming next time. <laughs> you have to. We I got, feel like we I was there in spirit there. with all the uh, photos you guys were sending. No, I promise so. you, you're coming next time. Yeah. Um, we got to go to a couple distilleries. I'm just going to say this. For, I'm just going to put it out there. Michter's is my new top number one distillery not only is the product fantastic but the way they treat their their partners in what we do just top-notch world-class rolling out the red carpet for us and 
and, and just taking care of us. So from now on, not that anybody from Michter's is listening, but no, I'm, they're definitely not. I'm definitely pushing Michter's from now on. And our boy PJ, who's the brand ambassador for the Midwest. Yeah, regional now. Regional? He's big time. He's coming on. Yeah, he, he said he'd come on the podcast after a couple of whiskeys. We'll see if he if they, if he holds up uh, his end of the bargain. He's but gonna need a carton of smokes and a and a case of booze before he, he would have. He would be great to have on the podcast. He's oh, super yeah. knowledgeable. What is he John he's Daly? Funny. No, he's inc- it's incredible. <laughs> he's not, but he he can drink and he, and he, he likes he to have a good time. He just can't golf. That's all. Yeah, he's got the drinking part. <laughs> carton of smokes. <laughs> Uh, but so talking about the distilleries, uh, we one of the smaller places we went to was this James E. Pepper in Lexington. All right, so the first let's start with let's just go in chronological order. You're gonna so, we're gonna break it down. Yeah. So okay, the, go ahead. It makes it a lot easier for okay. me. Okay. So the first day, the first full day we were there, we went to Buffalo Trace, which we'd done before. Right, and it was good. Yeah, that is, yeah. it's what we kind of saw before. Mm-hmm. We got to see a little bit more of the production side, right? Which is like very very little. Right, because a lot of us still under construction. We still not. We still didn't get to see a um, a still, which is kind of like the the highlight of any distillery, like where the actual stuff's being made. But right. we got to see a bunch of the uh, fermenters. Yeah, which is terrifying and massive, massive, just massive. I mean, beastly, um, massive containers that just have tons of booze in them. They are doing enough at, at, at Buffalo Trace. There's enough mash tons there, or mash. Uh, uh, mashing fermenters that they are producing seventeen hundred barrels a day. Now, on the flip side, when when we had few on, they run their still twenty four seven, and they do two or they do they do, they run two no they're running two twenty four seven now they run two to three barrels a day. And they're doing that much seventeen hundred. That's how much more whiskey. And they, they just make. and they're just about to open up enough to do three thousand by the end of the year of twenty twenty two. Three thousand barrels a day. So those, those obviously they're the big dogs. Yeah. They, get, so they make the most. They're, they're, it's a freaking, the it's most. a freaking factory. Right. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we definitely pushed the envelope as much as we possibly could there. Or if we didn't, I definitely did. Um, and then the next day was really, really cool. Went to James E. Pepper Distillery. Right. That place is really neat. That's not the original distillery. The original um, owner was a uh, known for an old-fashioned. That name was named after him. Uh, which is kind of interesting, but he was a terrible, terrible businessman, and he ended up selling to what's now the Woodford Distillery, and now another company, another group of people bought his name and his uh, his like a recipe or whatever. And, and they've been so, distilling out of there since like 2017 or something like that, right? Yeah, and so now that but so what we we went there for a, two for a pick, and we were doing MGP juice, right? And they're they're super small compared to Buffalo Trace. They're doing two barrels a day, right? Two barrels a day. There you go. And we actually got to drill our own barrels and That's the literally best like pull the whiskey out of the barrel ourselves. Uh, much different than how Bu- Buffalo Trace was very regimented, and and I get it. The barrels were already open at Buffalo Trace when we showed up, right? And the and the, the whiskey was already poured out of it, right? So you don't know exactly you're, how you're, much has come out of there, where where that that's actually come from. And you're right? also believing that those barrels are what, what we're they drinking. say they are, right? Yeah. yeah, because they could just be four stage barrels. Yeah, but that, that's obviously us nitpicking, but. Uh, James E. Pepper was an awesome, cool place that's, I think, off the beaten path. Very much. So if you're in Lexington, I highly recommend checking it out. And I think they're... There's a distillery right next door that we that we had lunch at that they do they do um, 20 barrels a year at. Oh, yeah. It was called like the Elkhorn Lodge or something. Sure, but that no wasn't idea. the name of the barreling place. But Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like literally just 
John, I feel like if you like walk out of a front door in Kentucky and just like throw a dart in any direction, you hit a distillery or a you trip house. and you land into another one. It's crazy. Nice. So this was like the same thing. So like in in Lexington, we walk out of Jamesy Pepper. We go to lunch at this place. There's like a across a the dist- parking lot. Across the parking lot, there's another distillery, a brewery, another bar. Like all on like just in a random strip hmm, of strip of nothing. Nothing. And then it just it's just out of nowhere. But when we showed up at Jamesy Pepper and he handed me a drill. I was I was like in heaven. I was yeah. like, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to drill into barrels and pull samples and chase it and and, and then, buy all of it. Right. And then and then so on the way home, we went to Willet. Yeah. We just stopped by for a tasting, which was cool. We were supposed to be there an hour early for a full tour. Blah blah blah. Obviously, we had so much fun at Jamesy Pepper. Yeah, we weren't going to stuck it. around. But it, that was solid. That was nice. We had a full tasting. Yeah. Uh, and we got percentage off of our swag if we wanted to buy stuff there, and it was. What was really cool about driving past there is that Heaven Hill, they call it across the street. It's really like a half mile down the road. But the entire time you're going through this like, like windy country road and everywhere you look is these giant eight story buildings that there's like no roads to them. You don't see any like, there's no like cutoffs to it or anything. They're just rick houses and they're just littered across these like what you would think would be like farmland. Yeah, massive, massive fields. Massive. I mean, these yeah. these buildings stick out. Like if you were in, a, in an airplane, you'd be like, oh, there's another distillery. Like it's... It, Enormous amount. Well, like they 40... seem like they seem like incredibly out of place in the landscape. Agreed. Or like yes. like yeah. the big windmill. Like I'm comparing like what I see is like the big windmills. Totally. Like the big electric windmills mm-hmm. out in like Iowa. And yeah. Like, well, yeah, it exactly. just seems so weird that you could see all these huge windmills. Yeah. Anyone who drives south to like Springfield or to Illinois State, like you see all those things along the highway. Yeah. They're just like that. They're just and everywhere. They're, and they're just not looks like odd. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. they're, and they're not like in a row. They're no. just like sporadically, here's one, here's another one there. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're everywhere. There's and no rhyme or reason to how they're set up. I must, I hope that there is. They're positioned Could, in like weird magnetic field areas or something. <laughs> Maybe if they're collecting data on like how wind affects them based on what direction they're I would faced, like to that, think, that might that might be a thing. I but like, I would like to think that they were spaced off of far enough where like they get the equal amount of wind or something. Well, either way, they're that was literally wild. these massive Will has forty five thousand barrels aging on their right on their now? property right now. Jeez. 45,000, which so, is less, considerably less than Buffalo Trace. Right. So we're, we're, so we're, we've gone down. So then after we left Willett, we went to... We went our, to Michter's. Our new favorite. Our new Michter's. fave. Um, they just treat us, every time we go in there, they treat us like kings. You Literally know, like buying cartoons, us drinks. Or like the Empire commercial. Giving us whiskey commercial. that we don't have to pay for. They, roll, they, they, they flip the, the carpet out and like the whole new like, like living room set shows up. Like they did that for us. <laughs> like they flipped it up and we're like, all of a sudden we had a drink in our hand and then we're offering. You guys these. walked in the door and they told everybody else to leave. Yeah, get the <laughs> F out. And they just like, just here's some drinks. We should also probably try this new stuff we just got. You haven't mm-hmm. had it yet? Oh yeah, bring some more of that. Bring some more of that. Bring some more of that. It was and incredible. Here's some bottles you want. Oh, you want some free ones too? You got it. And then, so we got to meet the president and CEO. Yep. He's a terrifying man. He He's he was very. He was nice. Did you Google him yet? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, do it. No, I, I'm not gonna do what that. Do you I'm mean gonna keep. Just Google his name. We'll, we'll do Just, that off off yeah. the air. But um, I I thought he was nice. He came over and like introduced himself. He's coming on the podcast. Car. He told me he would. He did. I offered it. That would be great. Does he need to know my address? <laughs> <laughs> very much. No, we should definitely go down there for that. Okay. But yeah. so he he. <laughs> He found out where we were going. All to of a sudden, Johnny's in a car accident when it doesn't come. The yeah, podcast doesn't come out right. Like murdered. <laughs> oh no no no. No, no no no. So this guy's name is Joe. I thought he was lovely. Michael. No. Pull out the business card. I thought it was. I've told. I I've Michael, told this story like four times. I thought it was Michael Joseph. <laughs> it might it might be forty times. 
His name is oh, Joseph. Oh, it's Joseph. Yeah. Joseph Mag. So, so yeah. don't, don't, don't say his full name. Joseph M. So, exactly. So, Joe found out we were going to dinner, called ahead, put us on his tab. Well, first of all, he reamed off. Really? We reamed out PJ for not coming to dinner with us. Yeah. So like we just, he just opened up like all these things for us that we were not supposed to do. We like we got there, we got drinks. They, they were taking care of us already, right? That we knew was gonna happen anyway. Right. Garrett asked the 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 uh, brand ambassador, the regional brand ambassador. He's like, hey, what's the odds of us doing a bottle run? They do this fill your own bottle program. We've definitely talked about it where you fill your own bottle. And PJ's like, not at all. If you got here an hour ago, maybe. And, and we were like, fine okay, with that. That was that was the end of it. Joe comes in. Says hi to PJ. He introduces us to Joe. We all say hi. He's like, oh, did you guys get to do any bottle runs? And like everybody's like, no. He's like, open it up for these guys on the house. So literally then they took us in the back with oh, their the, bottle. The poor program. employees are so ready to leave. <laughs> so they're like just packing like, their bags. He's just like open it up to these guys, bottle runs on the house. I mean, oh, boy. The nice part is we yeah. got in and out pretty quick. I mean, we did. We've done it before. So we yeah. didn't take a, a ton of pictures. But like that's where you. Well, what do you mean? What time of day was it? Six. 30 so they and they, they close, close at, at six or seven <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're like we're those people that the owners are like take care of these guys get them the extra stuff and it was great but as we're leaving they they sat down and had their first drink so, so there's no way any of those people were leaving me before he did you That's guys true. were the bad customers of the week <laughs> <laughs> no we were the fortunate customers of the week <laughs> well to some yeah to the owner well what, what to, they, to your they, own self what are they gonna say no to him yeah absolutely yeah, but bottom line is mictors is my new number one buffalo trace is still up there I don't, beyond that, I'm not worried about that right There's now. There's so but, many things that I was happy I did. Yeah. And the number one thing I was happy I did is I bought a Mictors t-shirt there. Was it the black one? I got the dark gray. Dark gray? Yeah. Sharp, sharp. Because I knew you had the black one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do the same one. Because I knew that we have too many problems of wearing the same t-shirt at the same time. Of course. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to text each other. Um, sweet. Well, it, honestly, it was a great trip. And uh, if you've not been to Lexington or Louisville and you're going down there, Literally hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Garrett and I have we'll thirty to forty places we can honestly tell you about. I'll give you our whole itinerary of our of our dining. Exactly, and it was fantastic. Yeah. So hit us up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. We'll get you some spots to go down there. Um, so last podcast we talked about the new spot in Wheaton, Dickas. I got to go there. I had a pleasant experience. And I don't know who put got a Coors Light up here on the. You get the a Coors dock. Light. I didn't get a Coors Light. Oh, I, I, had a, I had their old fashioned. All right. Did you put that, did you put that out there? Uh, maybe. <laughs> wondering about that. I, I didn't have a Coors Light. Our outline it says Mike MC went to Dickas and got a Coors Light. <laughs> Exclamation point. Exclamation I, point. I did not. I What'd actually. What did you get? I, I um I had an old fashioned. Kate and I had one of the sushi rolls. This was supposed to be good. The, the sushi was good. You were saying that a, right? It was a spice yeah. tuna. Yeah, uh, spicy tuna. tuna. We got that one. Excellent. Really tasty. Uh, and then we got salads. Because we were not eating heavy you salad. Like, you don't yeah, no one's judging. And the salads were decent. Um, and then I had a couple beers after that, uh, some Three Floyds. Um, I can't remember which one. Whatever. Because I was, honestly, Kate and I, it was like an impromptu, went there kind of impromptu date. And when, and I was having a great time because I saw a couple people in town that I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, they took very good care of us. I thought the service was good. The food was a little bit better than the service. Um, but the That's uh, not a knock on the service. No. Yeah. What did you think it, of the space? I thought it was, it was cool, but I'm not sh- I just kind of felt like I was in like a, like a Goodfellas kind of movie, <laughs> like an old timey, like, like like a casino type movie. And it's not a bad thing. No. It's just kind of like like you guys. I, I listen totally to the podcast. Right? There's like the, the uh, you had a uh, a name for it, for the lighting. Um, the ambient. 
ambient lighting. Mm-hmm. So there's just not a lot of spaces in Wheaton that have that. And it's not bad by any means, but I just noticed that that's different. And I think it looks cool in there. Um, the only thing that I would kind of complain about is that the bar is too small, but I'm also a bartender. The stools don't move from the bar, but it makes the bar look neater because the stools aren't they don't move messed all. about, right? There's and they only have one TV in there. Yeah, and it's which, if not you're gonna, shows either. If you're going to have one TV, don't have TVs. Yeah. Either have two or three TVs. I know they're not a sports bar, but no. you're named Dickas, yeah. who played sports. So if somebody wants, if there's two college football games on, you can only have one college football game. So were they even showing TV on the TV? Yeah, they had. They had. They had, Yeah, there was college football. Oh, games when I was on. there, they were showing like pictures of like Picasso and. Yeah, oh, really? Too. Yeah, it was just like a, a montage of like. No, somebody must have asked paintings. for the game on, so they had a game on. Yeah. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, if you're gonna have one TV. I, I agree with that. It's it's one of those places where like it doesn't need a TV. It doesn't need at a all. TV. Get rid of it. Yeah. It have more uh back bar space. Well, there's no room for a second TV. Well, I mean like even on the walls and stuff. There's plenty of places yeah. you could put TVs in there. That's not what they're going for, but I just think that having one TV is silly. Just yeah. either either do or don't. Right? Yeah. So, but I thought it was good. It was a good experience. Cool. Awesome. Um so I'm glad the mayor of Wheaton got to go to Dickens. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> all right garrett for whiskey you brought back which um so i was a little hungover at james e pepper but no it's no. a little bit right you brought back a distillery only release 10-year bourbon from them that we're going to try today yeah fun story i bought it and then he let me try it not the bottle that i bought but like a sample bottle they had yeah and then i bought another one it was that good yeah when i got home my wife was like do you know you got double charged at pepper distillery i go no no, no i didn't <laughs> I bought two. Yeah, I bought two bottles. Awesome. So I got one of them here. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's a, it's I was a ten, having a good time. It's a ten-year, uh, a ten-year, ten-year bourbon that you can know, only find there. So distillery only release. We're gonna drink it here and tell you guys how good it is, and then you have to go down to Lexington to get it. Uh, for beer, I've got more delicious stouts for us to try. Last podcast we talked about Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout. I brought three different years worth: 2020, 2019. In 2018. Yeah, nice. this is a pretty good treat. Yeah. yeah we're sure. drinking some good beers and uh, compare them all and uh, see how it goes. A big shout out to my boy, Brian, who brought me 2018 today because nice. he listened to the podcast and literally brought it to work today and was like, hey, you, you talked about maybe trying these beers. Here's 2018's version. Otherwise, we oh, were just drinking cool. 2020 and 2019's. So what does nice. Brian so get? Now, what's it? What does Brian get? Well, I bought him a nice pour of whiskey. Nice. Yeah. He enjoyed it. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right, sweet. We got our customer of the week. Um, Johnny, you want to plug it? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I got a, a quick little story uh, that no, Joanna... No, 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 just, no just, a, just, a just a plug. Yeah, yeah. This is the teaser. I'm not, well, I'm not doing the whole thing. Oh, okay. Just a, just a quick, quick little, little story. Like, just a like quick, subject just line a quick little story. I'll turn my mic off for this. Yeah, it's just about a customer that came in and uh, something unexpected happened, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. I love it. That's the plug. I love it. Um, everybody knows about our yearly industry ebb and flow. Yeah, that's when you use Yeef. it. Thank you. Thank you. We should get that on like a sound effect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a button? So just, so like just a button. Just pump it in. Just a button. Yeef. Just pump it in whenever yeah. you want. <laughs> so um, obviously, this is the time where Garrett and I kind of complain about probably stuff that we shouldn't complain about, but we just get it off our chest <laughs> and then we move on from it, right? Yeah. Um, right now, we're going to complain about Christmas parties and yep. walk-ins of 15 to 30 people. Where's the heads up? You want to go? Unbelievable. So I, I'm saving my anger for later. You saving it for later? So Christmas parties are great, but it's always like 
the one random person that you didn't expect, like the 60-year-old Hispanic woman that, that works in the kitchen she, with the other restaurant outfit that came in? Mm-hmm. She's the wasted one. Oh, yeah. And you're like, man, everybody else is like normal, and she's like passed out at the bar. Yeah, they, they, everyone else had their glass of wine and a, and a beer with dinner, and then she's had four shots of uh, tequila, <laughs> tequila and, and just like whooped it up. It was like her one night to party all year, and then like nobody's like taking care of her. Yeah. You're like, come on. Obviously, they've seen that story before. Yeah. Right. So this is not a first for them. It's a first for us. <laughs> uh, the the uh, and what's crazy is that um, everyone's like, "Hey, we just realized that we need a place for our Christmas party. I know it's oh, December. Second, I know it's yeah. December fifth. Yeah. What can you do for us? Yeah. And we're like, uh, we've been taking emails and phone calls for this since September. <laughs> um, you can have a Tuesday if you like. There you go. Lunch. Yep. Sounds good? All right, perfect. You're in. Perfect. Load it up. See, now we can combine these in walk-ins of 15 to 30 people. could be post-Christmas parties of other restaurants or offices. Yep. That's where it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a pub crawl. You don't want to be the last stop no. on the pub crawl. You want to be the second stop on the pub crawl so you don't have to work that hard and you don't have to cut anybody off. If you're the first stop or the last stop, you're in trouble. So First stop, they're rip, whipping it up. Big just time, whipping right? it up, right? It, they, they can't drink fast right. enough. So it's kind of like that same the thing. If you get if you get fifteen get to thirty people walking in and they're coming from an office Christmas party, you're like, where'd you guys come from? Mm-hmm. You guys sure you aren't going to miss the train to go to Elburn? Kind of like it's kind of like a couple stories we've had in the city where we've just shown up at bars and we're all wasted and you just be like, no, no, <laughs> no. Are you four can drink? No, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> The rest have to move on and try That's to get right. in somewhere else. Somewhere else, so, somewhere somewhere else, else. less <laughs> Head a little bit more north. You'll be all right. That's funny. Well, and That's how it happens. Though. And if we're, if we're throwing back uh, stories, when, if you think you might be one of those no's, before oh, yeah. you leave the, the last, second to last spot, you give the person who you might be in line with for, the, for a no a shot. There you and go. then you get on the bus. There you go. Yeah. That's right. You sneak in. You're yeah. like, I'm not as drunk as that guy. Yeah, I promise. We've talked about that before. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, you know what? Before we get anything. You know what? It's time. It's a, it's a Christmas season. It's a Christmas season. It's a holiday season. We haven't done this in two years. So we're about to have a quick gift exchange. Let's not let this get out of hand because we know how we are with each other. We're going to have a quick like gift get, exchange. I want, it, I want it to get out of hand. Okay. <laughs> who, who remembers how we did this two years ago? We didn't do this on air, though. We tried to do this, and we were fighting about it, and then John's wife, Joanna, just told us well it was a weird thing like i think she was like okay you you guys just bought one bottle so it's not an exchange it's a rotation right yeah because there's three of us we bought three bottles so it's like just pass them to the right Mm -hmm. right and that's basically how it ended up so i think i got garrett's last year you got mine i got yours so do you uh, so then you got mine should we should just do a little flip i don't remember what i bought last time should we rock paper scissors who gets johnny's Johnny's got the best one. I have no idea. I'm assuming uh, I have the best buy it one. From but you? No. That's. I mean, that's. I don't know how to respond to that. Either you guys think I just have absolute shit in my bag. <laughs> I'm just trying to give Mike Mike shit here. Or, I, I'm trying to like pump I mean, up you. I don't have the resources you guys have, so I, I would how, guess that's probably a good thing. Uh, right, you guys so do a rock paper scissors for the shit bag. No, I say we just. Either, I don't even care if we do it the same way as we did last time. Why don't we're 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 in a circle right now? Kind I think of, right? it could be pleasantly pass right? su- surprised or pass left. I don't we, care. Should we flip a coin if we go clockwise or counterclockwise? I love that idea. Who's got a coin? I don't have one. I don't just do rock paper scissors between the two of you. And then bag. we decide which way it goes. Here, no, I got a, I got a really fun game. 
Um, we should do this for uh, Ultimate Frisbee. To be, I'm gonna, to be quick. I'm going to drop two bills, right, on the ground. And you're going to call odds or evens. Okay. So if it's even, we, like, both, the heads are, both the heads are showing or both the tails are showing. Okay. Odds would be opposite. Okay. One, one of each. I love it. Okay. So you, right. so, um, so you tell no, me. No, you don't have to call anything. It'll be uh, odds will be counterclockwise and even will be clockwise. Perfect. I All love right. it. Let's see how it goes. They're odds. So counterclockwise. Perfect. So I get so, my spot on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that no. would be the same as last year. No, clockwise. Counterclockwise is this way. This is clockwise. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah counterclockwise is going this way. So yeah. I get your bottle. Yeah. John gets my bottle. You get his bottle. Okay. And why are you so upset about my bottle? I'm just trying to give you shit. Oh, my God. My bottle last time was the dope All one. Right. Garrett, here's your bag of poo. <laughs> Right, I can smell it from over your, here. Here's your bit. Here's your bottle that I wrapped up with Garrett's leftovers. I already from. saw it on top of the bar. <laughs> you didn't even wrap it. You wrap it in clear bubble wrap <laughs> that I brought. That Garrett brought. All right, so explain what you got. Okay, so right, I got. So. No, John can explain. He's reading it. Right. Well, I'll just read what I got, and then you can, I guess, describe it. The Starlight Distillery single ooh, single barrel. Single barrel from Malloy's. Oh, I went, nice. I went out of Hubers. my way to find a single barrel for you. Per Garrett's last podcast, he was talking about find a single barrel that's unique. Yeah. That you that's, a great, about that. that's a great bottle. I so, have that bottle. It's so delicious. I, I was reading about it, mm-hmm. and I saw that it, it was available, and I went out of my way to get it. So it's 110 proof, barrel aged for four years. I want Johnny to continue. He's not done yet. It's very nice. All right, Thank Johnny. You, Mike. And I this think it's is, gonna be delicious. This is something from Mike and I from Buffalo Trace. Ooh. Oh, come on. An man. extra. Yeah. A little extra. It's just from us. For you not being able to come with us. What is it? You brought that back for him? Mm-hmm. You're a good friend. It's wrapped in what's what's it wrapped in, Mike, Johnny? It's wrapped in Buffalo Trace Tater paper. Um <laughs> you like been, gift wrap you paper. Just baited him to say that. Jesus. Excellent. So that's the glass that we chased the barrels out of. Nice. Yeah. You all sipped out of the same glass? I sipped out of that We brought glass. COVID back for you. <laughs> yeah. Six people drank out of this glass. No, we each, we each had... Um, That's cool. It's a single barrel select uh, little taster uh, glass. Kind of looks like a Glencairn, but doesn't have the... Uh, the smokestack. The smokestack yeah. on it. Really yeah, cool. It's like, it's like a mini wine glass. It's nice. Very cool. Are right, you up next? Sure. So I got, oh. I got, uh, I got Johnny's bottle in a, in a, in a pink... Kate, Kate spade. spade bag. So you got a handbag. Yeah. Or uh, not a handbag. Wrapped in a wrapped in a jeweled uh, plastic bag. Oh, there's two in here. Nobody said there couldn't oh be a a, 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 a bonus. A bonus. Oh my gosh! I literally did not buy this because I was like, I don't have enough room in my bag. So this is so exciting. I got a, a Willits Old Bardstown Distillery release only bottle. Yes. <laughs> That this stuff's delicious. Awesome. This is awesome. Plus a Ooh, plus a knob twelve. Johnny bringing the thunder. What do you what mean? The, no other resources. Unbelievable, <laughs> Johnny. Dude. This is way more than you're supposed to do. Any, no. I, we never set any parameters, but know. this is too much. That's under hundred bucks. Oh my god! I don't remember being under hundred bucks. I don't remember. The, I definitely the didn't spend a hondo. Well, we'll we should oh try one of all three of those tonight. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, Johnny, all that's right. amazing. Johnny, yeah. well done. Well done. All right, this is, uh, I'm opening this up from Garrett. I got, this is tricky because he got me a Michter's bag. 
It's covered in Willet. What did you call it? Tater paper? Tater paper, yeah. Willet tater paper and Buffalo Trace tater paper. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting a double tater over here. It's twice baked. What is this? Is it called tater paper? Are you for real, dude? Yeah. Johnny, this, <laughs> so Throw those dollars down again. <laughs> oh, my God, Garrett. All right, so this is a single barrel Eagle Rare from ABC. Is this a, ABC what, Liquors. ABC Liquors. This is out yep. of. It's like a it's like a Binnie's, but not in Chicago. Did you just have too many of these? Is that why you brought it? No, I traded for it two oh days my, ago. Oh my goodness! So clearly, the Eagle Rare single barrel select that is super special is badass. Thank you, Garrett. I'm not worthy of having a bottle of this nature without drinking it with you guys. Wow. Um, Crack it open. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, let me I'm just put this just in my bag. Uh, put this bag in this right bag. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> nah, uh, nah, we'll definitely drink that together. I think, I think we all won. That's Starlight. For sure. I Absolutely. Have, I have a bottle of that Starlight. It is delicious. It's delicious. It is so good. I'm, I was excited to buy it, and now I feel like I... It's a great-looking short, bottle. Short-changed Johnny no, based on so. what, what Garrett pulled out of his ass, which is... I don't think so. Super badass. Whatever. I think I've got the... I think I was a winner. First of all, I have two. Everybody's so, a winner. Yeah. Everybody's a winner. All right. Well, that's the and, that's the Christmas gift exchange and that we the, did. I had this in my hand in the checkout line, and I put it back. So I was like, oh, I don't, I can't, I, I don't, it's not going to fit he my seriously, bag. Seriously, Dick Garrett was walking around in the gift shop with it, and he's like looking at it. He's like, I can't, because you can bo- only pick. bottle is like 20 bucks. But no, but I know, but you, you can, can only, only buy it at the distillery. And you can only bring five liters six. back in your bag. No, five, five? liters. Okay, five, five liters. Five liters back in your bag. So he Garrett had already maxed out on liters oh. he could bring back in his bag. Okay. So he was walking around in the gift shop. He's like, how am I going to get this home? I just put it back. Yeah. I was so disappointed. And Mike's like, well, I think John's got a bottle open. You probably just sip that if you really want. That's funny. Yeah. So this is perfect. Sweet. All right. That was solid. Good job, boys. Good job. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. We didn't say that. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, cheers, boys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Cheers. All right, all right. We're going to get into some beers now. You guys ready for some beers? Mm-hmm. Some some toasty, roasty Christmas beers? Yep. All right. I just got to bend over and grab this stuff real quick. Well, that was fun. This was, is incredible. Yeah. Molly's going to be so mad when I come home with two more bottles. So when, the last time I was at uh, Burger Social, Mike was telling me about that Knob Creek 12, and it was kind of one of the hot items that yeah. had come out more recently. And, uh, I don't have one. I was at my honey hole. You don't have one? Mm-mm. That's a great addition. And uh, they had a, um, maybe four or five of those there. So picked oh, up nice. one. Nice. Your honey hole. Shiani. Mm. All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's get into some beers. <laughs> hey, some people have to have honey holes. <laughs> That's right. I thought I was your honey hole. <laughs> Wait, no, what do you call it? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Is it the it's the honey hole, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we have, you find all the, you find all the good stuff. I thought yeah. maybe I was like saying it wrong. No, no, you got it. I thought, but I thought Mike and I were your honey hole. That's right. We want to be the honey hole. That too. Yeah. Let me know when you're looking for something. I get you. All right, here we go. We got some Goose Island Bourbon County Stout that is freaking delicious. All right, we got three different years. Goose Island for everybody who lives in Chicago knows them as one of the OG uh, microbreweries, right? Yeah. But in I think it was 2011 they got bought out by InBev, okay. who owns Budweiser okay. and Anheuser-Busch. Yep. So InBev is a European outfit that 
made a lot of money. I'm not quite sure what places they own, but they they're like the big dog when it comes to liquor and beer and stuff like that. Bought up Anheuser Busch, then they bought up Goose Island. Um, they bought up a lot of craft distilleries. A lot of craft distilleries. They, they, yeah, that's those aren't the only ones. If you go on the their website, Enbev, or even Anheuser Busch, you'll find links to places all over the yep. world as far as microbreweries, macrobreweries. They've they've gobbled up a lot. Um, but one of the things that they haven't changed, and they've made some changes at uh, Goose Island, and Goose Island in Chicago is known for three one two. That's which my, is their urban wheat ale. That was my go-to beer before a Cubs game. Right. And then they're known for the Bourbon County Stout. Now, yep. every... I would say more the Bourbon County Stout now than the 312. There you go. Um, the Bourbon County Stout comes out once a year, the day after Thanksgiving. People wait in line for these beers. They'll camp out all night. This year, there was eight different versions. <clears throat> Some are, like, aged in Blanton's barrels. Some are aged in toasted barrels. So there's, like, less opportunity to get some of those niche ones but the baseline one is regularly available for a couple months kind of yeah. like we talked about on the last podcast i think that this has one of the sexiest packaging of any bottle that i've seen it's super it's all black with obviously a dark stout inside of it um with just like a little tag for the label up top with the, the year tag's awesome. and the tag coming off of it which you don't see other beers doing right i haven't so i think it sets it apart it also comes in i think it's a pint it's 16 a, ounces? It is a proper pint. I thought it was 20. I think it's 16.9 ounces. Where did I see that in the bottle? One pint, yeah, one pint point nine fluid ounces. So it's 16.9 fluid ounces. So okay, yeah. But but a proper pint for sure. Um now that we talked about it, you guys ready to try? Yeah, it says on the bottle to enjoy in a snifter glass. So Which I think we hit. we're kind of we're kind of working. We got giant that. snifters here. Are, yeah, are these we are there? Giant, these are like Belgium are tulip there? glasses that are. We're there. All right, cool. So which which year is this first one? We're going with twenty twenty first. We're gonna make this a quick segment because we got three different beers to try. Oh man, oh, slacking. It's like black gold. There we go. That's that's lovely, Garrett. Beautiful. So here's the twenty twenty version. I wrote down the tasting notes, but I want you guys to try it before you guys look at that. Before right, we try this, um, you did say we're going to try the 18, the 19, and the 20. Yeah, so I didn't bring this year's version. But you poured about two and a half to three inches of <laughs> beer I, I, in I, I, a glass. Five, five ounces And I don't see any other glasses on the table, <laughs> which means... It means we're drinking it. Cheers, boys. We have, we have to down this to go to the next bottle. <laughs> That's right. Let's make this quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give a good smell. Mm. Okay, I've got a, I have a, a question. Uh, you know what? Wait, hold on a second. It's, first off, this is delicious. Yes. Um, I did. So I had, a, I got gifted, um, a case is 24. Yeah. I got gifted 22 of them <clears throat> in 2017 because she went to the store and bought it because she thought it was supposed to be good and tried it and didn't like it. So she's like, I don't really want it. She gave it to me. She, meaning a customer. And uh, I didn't keep it in a fridge. I just put it in my basement. Yeah. So when you say, uh, like, seller it, is that an okay place to keep it? Yeah, absolutely. It's just dark for in the sure. basement, oh, unfinished for sure. basement. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be in the fridge. Yeah, because you just don't want to light. about last time where you had Yeah, it doesn't have to be cold. You just can't, you can't let light get to it. Right. That's the bottom line. So and you don't want to fluctuate between temperatures. So if you're keeping it in a steady, like, above room temperature... Like a what or a below room temperature, which is what a basement An would unfinished be. Unfinished basement, yeah. Unfinished basement would be perfect, dude. Those are good to go. Okay, yeah. You don't want to drink stouts past five years. 
So if you don't okay. drink those this year. No, they're gone now. Oh, perfect. Then you're I, good. I finished my last one right before we started the podcast. This is, I didn't realize. I, so this is 14.6% ABV. You didn't realize that? I knew they were boozy. I didn't realize they were this boozy, but they are. This is a phenomenal. Notice smooth, how he realizes this after the seven ounce pour. <laughs> yeah. See, so like I told you guys, stouts aren't aren't my thing. I'm trying to expand my, my beer you were, knowledge. I thought you were a, a certified certified beer, beer, server. beer server. Yeah, that's you it. Poured us the right amount. <laughs> so, <laughs> Johnny, really what's, what's the notes you're getting <laughs> out? Of? Are really lucky. There's Uber and Lyft in the area. That's right. What's the 2020 notes you're getting out of? Smell and taste, real quick. Oh man, this is really good. We did one last week. This is right? be- this is better, right? Or last, uh, yeah, this is way better. I think it's better. It's, uh, it's that means I gotta smoother. remember what I rated it. So I actually, <laughs> I, I think you guys were like in the eights. Yeah, I think it was, it was like eight, 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 a toffee, a honey, a chocolate. Mm-hmm. I get uh, dark chocolate for sure. A black cherry. Um, it's really good. It's it's super smooth for fourteen point six percent. It's impressive. I don't think you, it's, it is thick. Yeah, but it's impressive that it doesn't like. There's like no like lingering bite on it at all. Like there's no like we drink a lot of IPAs in here. Yeah, there's like no like after bitterness. You don't taste the hops. You don't. It's, it's not just, sticking with you. Yeah, like I feel like I should put ice cream on this. Oh, that would be awesome. It's got the right amount I think you of talked like about that last time. sweetness too. Yeah. Um, whenever I think like of some caramel vanilla no- notes. Whenever I think of like a um, a bourbon barrel aged stout, ones that I've had in the past. What's that? Mike, you tell me to oh, drink yeah, it we faster because <laughs> I need to empty this glass. <laughs> Mike just signaled. I need a dump cup. <laughs> we got to start drinking this because we got to get to the 2018. The 2019. Um, the, the bourbon baler aged um, ones that I've had in the past, I felt like it, the whiskey, the taste of that, like. The barrel? Of the barrel was the too much. comes through was too, too much. much. Was too much, right? Sure. This is well balanced. So you think the sweetness that you're getting from, like, the fruit, um, and the caramel and the vanilla yeah. is counteracting the oak and the wood and like that bitter chocolate. Yeah. So it comes together and it makes just that complete, complete stout, right? Yeah. It's really good. So good. Um, I think that 2020 is del- delicious. I can't wait to get into this 2019. So um, the 2019 has been sitting in my fridge, obviously, for two years. Mm-hmm. But these beers have been beckoning me, just kind of like... Just like we talked about last time, uh, dude. I honestly, like, I can't even believe that you're like pouring these for us. These are like, what are you talking s- about? Aren't these like sought after? Well, so, so even the, like the, the specialty, the, the backdated no, the spe- ones. No, the, spe- the specialty ones are for sure highly sought after. Yeah, you can go into like uh, bottle stores right now. Woodman's has a pallet of it. Yeah, you can go into bottle stores, but not right of nineteens or eighteens. Sure, but I mean, like, it, all, all it takes is to buy a couple of these and then hold back one. That's all you're doing. That's all we did. And then, like I said, my boy Brian brought in 2018 today. So otherwise, we wouldn't be trying that. But this is the 2019. So um, same beer, just aged another year in the bottle. So when they make this, they make it exactly the same every year. This one. This, this version. One. Yeah, this, this version of it, like yeah. you said. Yeah. So they, with this specific end. version, it's a blend of three different barrels that they use. A Heaven Hill barrel, a Blanton's barrel, and I... I want to say a Woodford Reserve barrel. So they age the beer in those barrels, 
their master blender tries them separately, then tries them together, then figures out what proportions he wants for this year's version to be of that beer. Barrels, not singular. Because if there's oh, only, lots of barrels. Yeah, yeah because lots if they only made three 53-gallon barrels, it wouldn't be enough beer for us to be drinking right now. Right, right, right. Obviously, lots of barrels. Yeah. But there's still it's still limited enough where that's not... It's That's why it's sought after. That's right. And the specialty ones with the Blantons and the toasted yeah. uh, barrel, those... those We'll go off the shelf right away. Yeah, so I had, I finished, I'm sorry to just be an idiot, but I, before we started back up, I finished a 2017 Knob Creek 12-year barrel. That's cool. Of this. I bet it was was, delicious. It was, it was like, towards the end, it was like tough to choke down because it was so thick. Really? And so sweet and so, but like. It took on a lot of those characteristics. It took me an hour to drink the beer. Really? So. Did you did you finish your 2020? No, I, I'm I'm you keeping it, it. I'm keeping it for for comparison. Nice. So, so I'm smelling the 2019. I, I think this one's a little bit more fruit forward. I think it goes down a little easier. It's not as thick. See, I have a different um, reaction to this. I think the 2020 to me was a little bit more smoother, a little bit more velvetier, a little more milkier. I agree with that. A little bit more it's sweeter. Thicker. And this is the 2019 is a little bit more boozier, like uh, more. Yeah. You can actually get the little bit of the whiskey in it. You oh, kind of get that like hint of the actual barrel taste um, in the 2019. I do see. I do think that the the 19 is like uh, I don't want to say watered down, but like. It's, it's just, not, not as thick. Right. So <clears throat> kind of talking about, I don't know, if you hearkening uh, back to the last one we, we, we yeah. had, um, talking about the surly darkness, right? It's kind of the same thing. The the newer one, kind of a little bit more pungent, a little bit more mouthfeel, um, and you can get those different flavors and you can kind of pick them out where the older one we tried just seemed a little bit more, where everything was a little bit more cohesive. You know what I mean? And it wasn't as thick as we thought it was. So I, I think we're kind of just in the same realm is that it's we're getting all the same notes. Yeah. It's just on different layers and different um, – it's just different mouthfeel. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all just about different, the mouthfeel, yeah. Right? So but there's still that's, no, that's there's the still no like lingering like bitterness or – No, I, yeah. and I, I think the 2019 is, is a better version than the 2020. I don't know if it's because it aged – Longer, I or if it's so. the blend is a little bit different. That's possible because we I didn't dissect the the years down as far as what the actual blends are. I'm not even sure that information. Let's we'll dissect the next one. By trying, hurry it up, hurry up. What, you're, you're, not, tell, you're not drinking you're, over no, there. I told you I'm saving them. Johnny's double fisting over here. I got double. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think out of these two, I'm I'm leaning towards the 2020 personally. You did that last time. I did. Yeah, you. Went I like with, the newer you went one. With the newer one. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm interested in what the 18 is. Let's see what this one's got. 20, 2018. Here we come. Goose Islands. Down Bourbon, the hatch, Johnny. Bourbon County Stout. You got a whole little, you got a little taster glass over there you can use. Merry Christmas. Thanks. No, that's not a Christmas gift. That's just for me and Mike. Imagine. See right here? Yeah. I'm just imagining if like, you didn't bring this for me, that I would have to down like three inches of uh, stout. Oh, I thought it was going to be worse than that. Like, if, I, if you didn't bring this to me, I would have not be your <laughs> friend anymore for not bringing anything back from Kentucky. Mm. <laughs> All right, here. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, boys. 2018. This is exciting. 2018 it was a good year. It was fantastic. Yeah. Great year. 2018 was a great year. 2019 was a good year. 2020, mm. not a good year. Pass. 
2018 beer Mm-mm. is phenomenal. Did you take a, a sip of water before you plunged into that? Anybody? I was trying to get a smell. Yeah. Get a little sip of water. Cleanse that palate. Smell the, the outside of your elbow. <laughs> it's been a while since you threw that joke out. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> laughing. Nobody else will, but thank you. Oh, that's funny. 2018 is the best one. No. Yeah. No, I like 2019. You like 2019 the best? Yeah. Johnny likes 2020? No. It's not the best? I think I agree with the 2018. The 2018 has the velvety feel of the 2020. Yeah. 2019 is more of a less like watered down almost feel, like you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. The 2018 has all the components of the first two, where it's like that velvety, that good sweetness, the good chocolate, yeah. and then the addition of that bourbon punch in the 2018. I like the way you describe that, Johnny. I hope Johnny's not gunning for my job. If we could, if we could incorporate velvety punch as a as a as a tasting note, why don't we? I'm gonna, I'm why don't we make a cocktail that's called velvety vel- punch? It's hashtag like a velvety punch. It's a bourbon, red velvet cake cocktail. Done. Velvety punch. Cocktail of the month, January. And John's fist comes out of the glass and punches you in the <laughs> face. Right. <laughs> It's just a picture. No, of there's there's this. way there's way more like flavors in the 2018. Like it just the it's, 2018 it's is solid. incredible, incredible. And I agree with your comment, Garrett, about the 2019 is a little bit more. I think uh, I after going back to 2019, the 2018 has more refined, smooth flavor, mm-hmm. um, and a little more viscous than the 2019. There you go. So we're just I I think that we're realizing that. Through this little experiment, that buy they're good beer, beers. Sit around for a year and let then drink us, it. Yeah, let us sit around for a year or two and it'll be better. Buy or buy a couple, like buy two or three options. Yeah. And save them. Yeah. And then build and do, up a couple and, of years and, and, and then try them together like we're doing. And yeah, do this with your family and friends. I do think it's, it's tough. Whiskey. I think it's, do, I think it's, it's tough whiskey. to. It's good beer. <laughs> it's good beer. I think that it is tough to take, drink one and then drink another one the same night. So that being said, there are very few nights where like, all right, let me have a really dark stout. Yeah. Uh, so it might be easy to be able to save, right? If you buy like four or six of them. Right. Or four or eight of them. Because you're not going to drink two in one more night. than one in yeah. a night, right? You know, I'm just starting to think that these like winter podcasts um, are... You should are get an Uber? A little bit rough, yeah. Like yeah. It, we have heavy pours of stouts. We have excellent whiskeys that we're trying. I think the combination is wonderful, but... Uh, <laughs> it's, it, the struggle it's is the struggle is real. <laughs> I think everyone Dude. everyone listening is 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 really um, really upset for you right now. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for oh yeah thank letting you. us try these. So three. let's let's rate them real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I gave a, a very high rating on the last one. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, you go but first. Um, so I'm last one. The surly darkness. I gave those like a nine. Somewhere around there. I'm giving these a 9.2 as far as stouts go. Do I think that it's... So stouts are not my favorite style, but as far as stouts that I've had, these are the favorite ones that I've... The most that I've enjoyed. They're super delicious. The flavors are there. The mouthfeel's there. The booziness is there on the the older ones. And I honestly, for the $9.99 you're paying for these for a bottle, well worth it. Yeah, I think that these are definitely better than the Surly Darkness that we had uh, in the last uh, episode. 
uh, previous to this one. Um, I think I gave it like a seven and a half, maybe eight. Eight is. Uh, I'm going to give this a higher one. I'm going to do 8.5, 8.75. Nice. Cool. The whole lot. Can I'm going to give it that, that, one? that same rating. The 8.75. 8.75 uh, for the Book whole it. for the whole lot, but I definitely agree with you, Mike, that the uh, 2018 was the best out of the year. Yeah. That's impressive because we've done a lot of beers on this podcast, and that is the highest rating you've ever given a beer. The 8.5 no, for Johnny. 8.75. 8.75. Is it the highest one? No. Yeah. Come on, really? Have you ever given a nine? Yeah, I think I've given given like some of the uh, some of the hazy, the hazy IPAs ones. All right, I want I want a listener to come back and tell us what what Johnny <laughs> came up with a higher than 8.75. First one to do that gets a T-shirt on me. Oh, nice! And a poor pappy. I don't care. How about they get? How your, about a single barrel? How about they me? get your button up that you always wear on the podcast when nobody can see you? <laughs> it looks good. Why bust his chops? He looks good for us, but we're, you, you make we're, it sound like I dressed up for the podcast. Did you? No. Okay. That's how he always dresses. First of all, yes. I started my workday at nine, and I was, I was, whatever. Um, Dress for the job you want. All right, Gary, what's your what's your rating? We're getting off the rails over here. I honestly have, I've gotten off the rails. I'm going to continue that. I actually get better results with um, with brand brand ambassadors and distributors when I don't dress in a t-shirt. Nice. It's a, oh yeah, it's a yeah. proven fact. Nice. nice. Completely like, agree with that. The watch I put on stopped at 1:05 p.m. But it looks good, and so like <laughs> I, I get I get better like reaction. Four from, years ago. No, yeah, no, it, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a whatever. 1999. I really like the 2020 a lot. <clears throat> I like the mouthfeel. I like the, the thickness of it. Um, these beers for me are sit outside on a bonfire, smoke a cigar. Nice. And the cigars I generally smoke take about an hour, and it would take me about almost an hour to get through a full one of these beers. Love it. So I'm all in on this. One, because the beer in, this, in the cigar lasts at the same amount of time. Two, I don't get absolutely bombed in an hour chugging whiskey, smoking a cigar. So I'm going to give this an 8.74, just one less than Johnny, because uh, it's this very niche niche uh, moment that I'd be drinking it. And I would, they come in four packs? Solos. Singles. Solos? Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I, okay, then perfect. Then I would buy five and gift one. Perfect. I love it. I would buy three, seller one, drink one, and then bring one here. For us all drink together. Thank you. Yeah. Mike, what are you doing? I mean, I would buy one. I I like your idea of getting a cigar and and drinking it, but... uh, It's tough to drink just one beer for a whole hour. Well, it's tough to have a cigar in the winter, too. Yeah, but I'm talking like cooler weather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anytime I've ever done this, it's always been a cellared beer, so it's always the year before or the springtime. Sweet. Cheers. All right, that that was awesome. That was delicious. Uh, on to the next we got some whiskey Garrett what you got I cannot be more excited about this I know I was I was literally humming and hawing about this this whiskey for a couple of days and I I talked to you about it a, a day or two ago and uh, I didn't know what to bring I didn't know what to like do we go do we go huge do we do something different? and Mike, Mike just goes why don't you just get something we got at Kentucky I was like oh absolutely so the downer of this of this bourbon is that it is not readily available for anybody the good part is you know where to find it. You just got to go down to Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, so Old Pepper Distillery, uh, if we want to get in some like, deep dive, diving history, the original owner was an idiot and took out multiple loans and went bankrupt five times. And uh, Fun fact is that the Old Fashioned was named after him. 
He claims it, right? He claims it. He claims it. And there's dispute about a lot of that. And I think that anyone who could claim the old-fashioned name after him should fight for it because everyone, sure. everyone wants an old-fashioned. Absolutely. Um, but then uh, I think he died at like age 56 because he slipped on a sidewalk. And then in the hospital, he died of a heart attack. So not saying that it's funny or not, but it's mildly amusing. Um, <laughs> the uh, So, there, so the, the brand sold, and they... When, they, when they, the, the last time they went bankrupt, they sold to a distillery that, Johnny, you might recognize these guys, called Woodford. You ever heard of them? Double Oaked? Yeah. yeah. So they sold to Woodford. So where Woodford is now is where the original um, James E. Pepper distillery is. So uh, this new group came in, bought the name, bought the recipes, uh, started making their own juice. Uh, in the meantime, they were, in the meantime, right now, they're distilling their own product, and that should be available in March. And they start, they'll start doing single barrel programs of bourbon in April or May, which I've already pegged, uh, just so you know, I've already pegged us to do one of those. Nice. Um, Can't so, wait. Yeah. So what we have in front of us today is uh, Old Pepper Distillery Bourbon. Uh, it's 10 years old, and the person, the distillery who made it is Wild Turkey. Sweet. So if anyone's ever had a, a traditional Wild Turkey like 101 or the rare breed or any of that, that's about four to seven years old. So this is a little bit older than that. I, like we talked about earlier, I bought a bottle knowing that I couldn't buy it in Chicago and then tasted it and then bought another one. That's that good. I'm, I'm, I just cracked this bottle about so, seven or 10 minutes ago. So yeah. I'm assuming it's the same. same I know taste. our boy Travis gave me a sip of it, but I was, uh, Couple, yeah, couple things. A couple, um, two, three. Uh, oh, nice. There you go. The double dip. Yes. So the bottle Sexy. itself is like a very um, cool. It's a cool looking bottle. It's very yeah. like an E.H. Taylor I style. Think I think it's the same one. Is it the same bottle style as an E.H. Taylor? I think so. And it's got that same sort of like sticky like wrapper that kind of like comes up over the top of the uh, opener. Yeah, it's called the, it's called a tax strip. Tax strip. Yep. Okay. Um. One question that I had, you said they were Woodford Reserve affiliated. No, so, no, 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 no. They, when they went out of business, they sold their distillery to a company which ended up being Woodford. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I didn't so catch they, that. Yeah. they have nothing to do with Woodford. Woodford uh, has okay. nothing to do with them. Uh, that's just now where Woodford is located. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Um, other than that, if you know what, uh, if you know what wild turkey tastes like, this should be maybe the best or better wild turkey that you can ever taste cool. what was the proof I'm on down. it again um you're gonna make fun of me <laughs> is it 147 <laughs> proof it's 2000 proof it's uh my math is bad it's uh 117.8 okay cilantro cilantro so, so definitely cleanse the uh <laughs> bourbon county But if you drink that and tell me it's 117, you're out of your mind. First sip, you don't judge, right? No. The first sip <clears throat> didn't burn at all. The first sip, like I feel like it, it like burned off all of the flavors of the beer that I just drank. Mm. That's good. 
So for anyone who's like, oh, wild turkey, I never drink that. That's because you drink of the 101 proof when you were 17 and you threw up on it. Right. So for me being someone who is not always pretty much never in the eyes of like discovering new things like this. Yeah. Like last year it was like the, it was like the Weller. It was like the, I don't know. There's, there's, I feel like there's things that like get hot Mm-hmm. And that become always hot, but then there's things like this that nobody knows about. There's got to be like hundreds of these. I think the thing these is these types of like bottles that are out there that aren't the masses haven't like discovered yet, and mm-hmm. that's interesting to me. So a bottle like this that we're tasting right now, oh, so good. I've never seen before in any place around here because you can only find it down there, right? Um, but I mean, there's got to be there's got to be so much out there that like people haven't tried yet. That's wonderful. I agree with you. And the masses haven't caught on to it. And it's one of those bottles where like if you can get it, get in early. Yeah, I don't um, even know if this is like a get in early thing or no. not. But I mean, they had a bunch there just like sitting, like anyone can want. And when I tried my sample, he f- finished a bottle. And when Mike wanted a sample, he just grabbed another one and cracked it. So I I, I have no idea how much they actually have of it, but. Um, to your point, I think that podcasts like this or going to your local bar who's intelligent about whiskey um, and you can ask questions and they can give you relatively smart answers, um, that's where all the knowledge comes from. Because like, la- there's a lot of labels, right? But there's not a lot of places that are actually making the whiskey. And where it's aged and where it's made is the most important thing. And so if if this is made at wild turkey and aged, you know, 45 minutes down the road, it can't be that much different from aging at wild turkey. So when I heard that it was made at wild turkey and it's 10 years old, I've never had it. I don't know if I've ever had a 10 year wild turkey. And if I have, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to know that I actually had it. Uh, so it was a, it was a no brainer buy for me. Um, there's gotta be tons of these things out there, but the age statements over six years, is so low now because the whiskey boom is so big that um, people are just gobbling it up. So if you can find something over six years old, I think it's worth a purchase. I think one of the things that's neat about this is that you can find 10-year bourbons, and obviously there's the Eagle Rare that's right. elusive, but in like the Knob Creek 12, which you can find on the shelf. But it just seems like there's not a lot of 10-year bourbons readily available, and this is freaking delicious, dude. How, yeah. So, how many tenures? Is it Elijah Craig and oh no, sorry, there's a Eagle Rare and that, that, that are that, that age statement. Not a yeah, lot, right? That's what I'm saying. So, like for this, like if you can find a, a ten year bourbon in Kentucky bourbon, Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon, yeah, in Lexington or Louisville where we've been or anywhere else, um, try it and buy a bottle. I know how much you paid for it. It wasn't cheap, but it's delicious. And for a ten year bourbon, I think that that's the appropriate price. And it's what is the price? I paid a hundred. Yeah. Okay. But once Twice. again, you can't get it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> um, you can't get it here. It's only available there now. Some of Old Pepper stuff is available in Illinois. A lot. It's just, it's starting to come mm. right. So, so there's the James. Um, I'll, so I'll there's let you there's it. the baseline stuff, the yeah. 1776, right? And that's in a that's in a black wax top. There's a bourbon and a rye, right? So the black spice top is the baseline. And that's two at like Marinos and Woodman's, and you can get that pretty much anywhere. I haven't seen it at Jewel, but it's. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's there. 
I don't think I think maybe <coughs> just no. at Benny's. Okay. And then um, and then they have like their, their single barrel, which looks very similar to this. So if you look at our picture, you can see this, and but just say single barrel on the bottom instead of instead of uh, age ten years. It'll say single barrel. Right. Um, that's around like forty or fifty. Okay. And then there's a the one that you that I just I just allocated you guys the old chartered oak or the old Kentucky's finest Kentucky finest oak yeah um, that'll be about twenty dollars more and then uh, and then there's they did they just did a one off about six months ago that's the seventy seventy six bottle and the the rye's got a red wax and the bourbon's got a green wax maybe and uh, that was a little that was about the same price as the the finest oak. Those are really, really good. But the, all of those were only aged like six to eight years. That's what I'm talking about. It's the age, it was really, really the age good. statement, right? Those are really, really You're good. You're paying for the, 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 literally the product sitting in the, in the barrel yeah. for that long, right? I know Woodman's Hill has a couple of those bottles of the rye yeah. as of today, which is the 14th, 15th. So get it out there and get them. There's like six left. I, I definitely just, didn't buy seven of them. I would just say this: that all the all the stuff we tried from them was tasty. It was mm-hmm. all high proofed. Mm-hmm. So what, what, but, we, what we tried was, was MGP, right? But it was this is phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Great flavor. They did a great job. Plus, I got to use a drill. It's awesome. I got I got video of that if anybody wants it. I want it. So I'm gonna give this uh, this whiskey an eight point five. Whoa! For a for a good ten year. I love it for a great tenure. I didn't think it was going to go that the, high. For the you. first two sips were a little rough, but I honestly I'm going to uh, attribute that to the beer. Yeah. Once my palate changed, yeah. it, it just smoothed out, and honestly, I was getting a lot of uh, some good sweet notes in there that I didn't expect. There are there, yeah. and and it's phenomenal. So eight eight point five for me, and honestly, um, the next time we go to that distillery, I'm buying two bottles just like you did. I hope it's there. It's the distillery. Or the bottles. No, the bottles. <laughs> the distillery will be there. I promise right, perfect, you that. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Dude, it's delicious. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, even though my palate is completely blown from the one seventeen point eight proof. Uh, oh, just relax about the proof. You're always giving me a hard time about that. I know. I'm just kidding. It um, <laughs> it does have that good like that peppery sort of like front note on it, like the good spice okay. that you want from like a good high proof bourbon. And then on the back end, there's this really nice vanilla sweetness that comes through. I agree with that. Yeah, it's really, really good. So on the front, you get smacked in the face. On the back end, it tells you it's it really like, melts everything's out. okay. Yeah, shh. shh. Everything's okay. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, if, if I uh, ever find myself down there, I'll definitely get a bottle of this. So if oh, anybody, this bottle's if, staying if here. If anybody going down, no, it's not. Oh, it's going on the back part. Yeah, it's going on the back part. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no. If I got I, another one at home. If anything, there you go. If you're in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, get the old Pepper Distillery uh, ten year. It's really so, good. So what'd you give it? What number? I would give it. Um, you know, if I would maybe compare this. What do I compare this to? I, th- I think it's on. Uh, I don't know. It's a. Yeah, it's on its own. Um, it's hard too. I get eight. Johnny's, eight. Johnny just took off his socks to, to count higher. Eight. I'll get a nine. Nine? A nine? a nine? Boom. It's really good. Love it. This is... Uh, I'm coming from Johnny Eagle Rare over here. World breaking news. <laughs> no, come on. Johnny just did a a nine a nine spot on a high-proof bourbon. It's really good, man. I think it's delicious. Yeah. It's really I'm, good. I'm going to give it a nine as well, just to back you up on that. I think this is really, really good. Yeah. Um, this is a bottle that I buy, and then I leave on your back bar. 
That's what I'm doing. That's his baller status right there. Ba-boom. I can't bring another one home. Someone should take a picture of all the bottles of booze in front of Dad right now. Get your gifts out, too. Wait. In the middle of a podcast, you guys are going to take pictures of my booze? The booze in front of me? The table probably has at least 40 glass pieces of glassware on it it's like probably 30 30, it's probably bo- 30. like bottles beer yeah. bottles whiskey bottles it's out of control um, tonight glen karen's uh and and guess what now that we've had all of this booze here what do you, what do you want more, you want more of john whiskey beer anything oh, yeah. here, we should do a, new, a new, new segment alert new segment alert new segment alert after everything what do you what do you want next everything we've done what, what are you going back for like, like yeah, that's, everything, everything we've done today. That's a very interesting thing, yeah. Between so when, what you're sipping on to the, what we tasted. When the microphones get turned off. What are you sipping on next? What do you got next? Because we got... Uh, no, no, not next, but like what we actually tried. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a tough question. Probably the Coors Light. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm going um, back to the Daisy Cutter. I'm probably going to go with the... Well, what we had. I'm going to go with the, I'm gonna go with the, the, the rest of the, uh, the whiskey. Perfect. The Old Pepper Distillery, and then the 2018 um, nice. Bourbon County. Nice. I love it. I hope you fall under your bed tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping under the bed. <laughs> Beautiful. Good All right, fall so under bed. now that, Garrett, thank you so much for bringing that bottle on. Oh, that's my pleasure. Dude, that's, that is a delicious whiskey. James E. Pepper, uh, actually, Old Pepper Distillery, the 10-year bourbon, phenomenal. Um, we actually have oldest uh, the Old Pepper Distillery, uh, finest uh, Kentucky's finest oak. It's yeah, a four all, year all rye. Yep. It's four year rye, aged uh, for six months in toasted barrels. Johnny, you'd love this. Mm. Um, mm, come by right. all the locations. We got that. It's not an expensive pour. I think twelve bucks 12 for bucks. one and a half ounces. Yep. Really tasty. Not a lot of places, definitely in the suburbs, are going to even have that. I can, tell you, I can tell you four places where it's at. Exactly. So come by our spots, check it out. Really tasty. I'll I'll sample you out all day on that stuff. All right. So I'll do one with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm one upping you on that one. I'll okay. do one with you. Perfect. There you go. Garrett will drink with you. Go to Mays. <laughs> Only <laughs> I, on Mondays. Only on Mondays and uh, Tuesday afternoons. Yeah, maybe. Um, let's get into our customer week. Customer yeah. of the, of the yeah. week before we get wasted over uh, here. Know, this is geez. exactly right. why we do it now, right? Right. Okay. So, so I, we, get, I, we loosen uh, the lips. Yeah. And Johnny, you're gonna run with this one. So yeah. I'm just gonna sit back and uh, turn my I'm mic off. Mic off too. I just have a, like a funny. I actually like, go to the bathroom and make sure my car is still parked. Oh up. my goodness. <laughs> I just have a funny like quick customer story that uh, Joanna told me. Uh, Joanna's my wife. She works at Nobel House in Glen Ellen, and. Um, I guess the title of this was the uh, the unexpected baller customer. Um, so she was working on like a Thursday night, and uh, she had this customer come in, this old man, and he took up one of the high top four, the uh, a four top, a high top table with four chairs in it. And she's like, man. "Is that a pretty elusive table?" Or no, is she's just, out there. No, I mean she was she was just like I think she was like kind of thinking to herself like, "Oh, if you're just by yourself, why don't you just like sit at the bar?" True. You know, there's plenty of seats there. I turned my backpack on. This sorry. guy, um, <clears throat> she said he was like super nice and uh, and uh, ended up ordering uh, one of the lobster rolls. And they the were lo- good there. The, the lobster rolls at Nobel House are $26, right? Okay. So he orders a beer. He drinks his beer. He eats the uh, lobster roll and a side of fries. She goes, you want anything else? He goes, yeah. I'd like another lobster lobster roll. What? So he gets another lobster roll at $26, gets another beer. 
eats that, drinks his beer. She asks him, do you want anything else? He goes, yeah, I'll have another beer. Drinks his beer. Finishes his beer. (laughs) And then she comes back to the table and he goes, do you want anything else? She goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. I like two lobster rolls to go. He's at a hundred dollars at twenty six a piece. He's over. He's over. I mean, he's like at like one hundred thirty dollars of the beers and everything. One hundred forty dollars. Yeah. This guy ended up with a hundred and sixty dollar tab with four lobster roll dinners and like four or five beers. And um, we're like thinking to ourselves, why? <laughs> Like, how do you eat two lobster rolls there and then get another one to go and then another one beyond that? It's got to be good, right? But have you ever have you ever heard anybody no. ever? No, no, no. So what do you think he did with those lobster rolls? Is, well, he, is he saving them? So our, I, I No, not. so I think, no, he ate the two there. Right. But And then he got two more to go, but we were thinking like he got one more to go that had the same side as the ones he ate. And then he had another one that had a different side. So he was definitely bringing... The two lobster rolls home to somebody. Sure. So someone got one, and he got the other one. So then we're thinking like, okay, does he just like come here and just like pound two because lo- he can't like go out and like splurge? It's an excuse. So he goes out and just pounds beers and gets lobster rolls, and then goes home. He's like, oh, I brought, I brought her uh, two lobster rolls home, and now we're gonna eat dinner when he already had two. <laughs> also, I can't eat this when I'm full. <laughs> On beer and lobster rolls. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Maybe I told that story wrong, but no. I found it like kind of funny and like fascinating. That, so, like, but, this right, guy so like, now the unexpected baller customer. You're onto something. Here. Part of that, right? Did he take care of Joe? Oh, big time. So that's yeah. that, that's so part the, of it, the, right? So yeah. So the unex, unexpected part was like she thought that this guy was going to come in and have like a couple of kind of waste some space and have like a, a sandwich and like waste the space of the table, right? Basically. And then it just kind of flips. And this and guy had a sudden, like a high tab. Yeah. You know. And then he hooks it up, right? And he hooked it up. Yeah. That's cool. That's dope. What a blessing! Yeah, that's that's definitely like the the flip side of the coin that you want on that, right? Because it oh. could go the other way really quickly, and so now we're talking about good customers, right? Yeah, two weeks in a row might be a record. Are we gonna break that right now? Or are we gonna Gary? It looks like you got something up here from. Did you put that on there? Yeah. You <laughs> check. So you're looking up. Receipts from July for accounting do you remember, purposes. Do you remember two years ago when we talked yes. about like people like asking for itemized receipts <laughs> from July in the middle of a dinner rush on yeah. a Thursday yeah. night? Absolutely, all yeah. time. Somehow I've been getting those. First of all, I'm not a GM anymore. I'm not a manager anymore, and I'm getting text messages saying, "Hey, I need a receipt from July." I need text it. messages. I, I, I need, I need text it. messages. These yeah. people have your phone numbers. Yeah, your you don't, phone number. You don't give good customers your phone number. Not people are going to text me for receipts. Well, I didn't know they were going to text uh, me for receipts. That's no. for sure. Oh yeah, dude. I no way. These are people that I, these are people that have been asking for like um, seats at the whiskey classes or. All right, so these are people events. that you know and you've built up a report. I, a little those, bit, yeah. Okay, that's oh, yeah, that's sorry. a little bit different. Yeah, but still, like, yeah. Hold on to your receipt if you know you need to expense it. Yeah. We've, I feel like I don't need to. I feel like we've done this this bit before. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I did that four times this week. Um, is tax season hasn't even like started? Oh, that's because they have to end like of the they, fiscal. Yeah, end of the fiscal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for all of you out there, so get, no, get organized on your your itemized receipts. Just hold on to them. Just hold on to them. If you don't need it, throw it away. Just take a picture of it. That's a great idea. Just take a picture you can, of it. You can you can print off a screenshot. That's all I gotta do. There's an app for that. 
Right. I can do it on my phone to my wirelessly to my printer at home. There you go. Maybe uh, Garrett shares his password. You can just do it from his. Yeah, I'll give you my Wi-Fi password there and my go. social print, security print number. It up, yeah, and then just perfect. go pick it up. Perfect. <laughs> have some whiskey while you're over there. No, uh, I don't have any. <laughs> all right, sweet. Uh, we're going to wrap this podcast up. Obviously, I've had a great time. Johnny, did you have a good time? I had a great time. Garrett, did you have a good time? What? Yeah, exactly. We've drank way too much, uh, high-proof everything, uh, and it's hopefully culminated in a good time for you guys. Um, so obviously we had the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, a couple different years worth. Uh, we're finding them out the more we drink stouts, we like the older ones just based on Agreed. how smooth they are. Uh, flavored, not necessarily better, but smoothness and mouthfeel a little bit better. Um, the whiskey, Garrett, thank you. Old Pepper Distillery out of Lexington, 10-year bourbon. You can only get it there, 100 bucks a bottle. Garrett will buy you a bottle uh, next time you're going down. They probably have his credit card on file down there. Yeah, for just put sure. it on his tab. Yeah. All right. So if you guys go down there, just text him or let him know that you're getting a bottle on his tab. <laughs> With the holidays coming up, guys, take care of your bartenders and your servers. Uh, ever obviously everybody's grinding out there, but this is a good time where everybody appreciates a little bit extra. And this is not because I'm a bartender. This is just because being good is being good. Uh, drink responsibly. We appreciate uh, you guys. And uh, honestly, we couldn't do this without you guys listening in and tuning in. Um, I promise. Next podcast, last stouts we bring on for a while. I have to bring on one or two more just to round it out for all the boys that we know. I want to do one more. We're going to do one more. My guy Evan from Phase 3 gave me a bunch of delicious curvatures. Done. Done. We're going to drink them, and uh, hopefully you bring some sort of high-proof whiskey, too, to, I'll bring to a little one. pair up I with promise. It. Johnny, you cool with that? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, 2022 is going to be badass, guys. The interviews are coming. We're lining up really, really good interviews. We have four good ones right now. I, that's we're going to have more than that by the end of the year. We're like just literally booked right yeah, now. We have four right now. We got some good interviews coming up. Tune in. You guys are going to love it. You guys got anything last? Uh, yeah. Last comments. We're not doing another one before the end of the year, right? This is it. Oh yeah. So happy New Year. Happy New Year. Also, WGN, check us out on January third. WGN's morning news is going to come down to the Sipping Social podcast. We're going to do a whole bit. It's going to be a 45-minute uh, excursion of news flashing to us, back to news, the weather, the weather again, I, back I can't, to the podcast. I can't believe we didn't talk about this more. Um, we were so excited about all the booze that we were drinking and exchanging. On January 3rd, we have an opportunity to be on Around the Town. No, it's happening. It's not an opportunity. It's literally happening. We're going to be on Around the Town on WGN, morning news, 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. DVR it. Watch it. Make fun of us. Send us a lot of comments on, on uh, social media, and we'd love to, to chime in with you guys. We should have a live a live feed going the entire time. We should. Johnny. Johnny, you got that? Hook it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys wake up before 6.45. The live, the live feed will be just... Be down here and drinking with us. Well, yeah. The, the live feed will be WGN News. Yeah. So yeah. January 3rd, 8 a.m., around the town. Yep. Around Keep the an town. eye out for us, all right? Johnny, you got it any won't last, suck. last comments? In the respect of Lexington, Kentucky, I got to piss like a racehorse <laughs> and finish this up. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We really, really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, be good to each other. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys next year. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Love you. First of all, we'd like to thank our listeners, our families, and our friends that support us. We could not do this without you. 
Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tell your friends about us if you like this podcast. Big thanks to our producer, Johnny, in the Underground Studio. Also, a shout-out to Johnny Perona in Davenport Ed. That's the rock and music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. What's up? You're not feeling it? I thought, uh, did somebody say something? No, I said so. It's it's good. Oh, okay. It's just uh, a little clunky, or I'm just I'm just moving through it. Focus on the enunciation All right. specifically because we're wasted. Perfect. First, perfect. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This should be on the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>